Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What do you think the number is? I'd say four or five that I've mentioned that the Rams are in first place. I think that's about what it's that would make it six, I guess. Technically, Niners have the tiebreaker. They do have the tiebreaker. Yeah. But, you know, we don't get into tiebreakers until we get in the late part of the season. There's still so much football to be played. I prefer to look at it as a three-way tie for first place in the NFC West. I will I'll, take that. I'll, I'll give it to you on a day like today. Thank you. Take whatever you want. <laughs> I appreciate do whatever it. you got to do. I, I, I need all do the whatever help you gotta I can do. get. You know what's funny? What's that? So, watching the game, we had some people over. Uh, the kids had some people over on uh, Saturday watching okay. the game. And when the Dodgers went through that seventh inning where mm-hmm. they could not get off the field, they gave up the five runs. Um, when they took out Tyler Anderson after five innings, it just yep. everything felt like, yep, here we go again. And, and this, I think, is the biggest question. This is what I want to hear from Dodger fans about 877 710 ESPN. What's missing? What What is the thing that has them get clipped? at a rate that doesn't make any sense. I'm here for the, hey, look, anything can happen in any series. Okay, fine. I get it. Juan Soto and Anthony Rendon hit a couple of Creighton Kershaw pitches for a home run, and it it happens. All right, fine. Why does it only happen to the Dodgers? Why do the Astros keep advancing through it? Why over this last 10-year window? Why have other teams cashed in that over a 162-game schedule and the Dodgers haven't? They, they, They have not had that moment where they play their best when they need to. They're the best team over six months, have been over and over and over again. They are one of the best regular season teams that we've ever seen, yet when it came time to start this, even the game they won, Mm -hmm. they're tight. They're really super tight. Padres come in loose. Whatever's going to happen is going to happen, and it showed. They manage more loosely. They play more loosely. The Dodgers play tight, and just everything about them screams, oh, no, not again, and it happened again. I know, listen, I I know it can happen. I know that in baseball, especially a five-game set, all you got to do, what the Pirates win five or six games to the Dodgers or something like that this year? Okay, it happens. You get that. But I don't know where there's really – walking into this series, I couldn't have painted a better picture for you for the Dodgers. If I had told you that, hey, remember last year when the squad, when the Dodgers were so tired by the time they got through the Giants because they had to win 106 games. They're fighting every game for a division. They still didn't even win the division. And then the Cardinals were waiting for them. And then you had the Giants right after that. And Max Scherzer's arm, he's basically got a dead arm. And there were things that were happening where you could have sat back and said – you know, they just shot every possible bullet before the playoffs started. This year, and when I hear this, it makes me, it's its almost comical when I hear, oh, well, maybe it's because they got too much rest. Okay, yeah, which stop. one is it? <laughs> which, stop. which one do you want? You want the one that there wasn't enough rest or you want the one that there was too much rest? It, it, I, I'm with you. I, I'm not here for that. I'm not here for the format screwed us. I'm not here for, well, if you win 111 games yeah. and you should have. No, they, they didn't play well. They're the better team and they didn't play well and they got beat three out of four times by a team that they beat up and down the street yep. for six. And it doesn't matter. that. And, and I want to read this real quick. This is from Craig Jacks. They're missing a jock, a Kiki, a Rich Hill, an Utley guy. guy. They had those guys. They didn't win then either. 
<laughs> Those guys were all here. And I know that they had the, the 2020 season. Let me put a pin in that okay. real quick. Am I crazy, mm-hmm. or does that World Series feel more and more, air quote, different the more often they don't win one over 162 games? It counts. It's real. They hang the banner, and they should. And I'm not saying it's less than, but the Dodger thing is more effective with weird formatics than it is over a traditional baseball season because for 10 years they've been really good nine of those years regular they've had a weird flame out the one time that they didn't have a normal setup that was the year they punched their ticket it just feels more and more odd the more often with it what happened this weekend keeps happening so i i don't have to tell you that julio told you that yeah there's there's been players from the dodgers that have said that hey a lot of people are not looking at that 2020 world series as as a perfect comp to others. You want to know why? It's because it's not a perfect comp. So yeah. for the Dodgers, I think there was this walking into the series, walking into this season, walking into the postseason saying, you don't think 2020 we would have done that anyways, or we need to validate what, what we've done for 10 years, right? Like this isn't just about losing this round this year against the Padres. Right. It's this has happened how many different exactly. times, whether it's the Cardinals, whether it's the Mets, whether it's the Braves, whether it's the Nationals, whether how many different years have you walked into a series saying, I think we got the better team and you've come up on the other side. Padres are just the latest one. Padres is just the more devastating one because it was 111 wins. It was a team that you dominated during the regular season and the Padres obviously came out on it, top. It just it makes the, the example even more glaring. Let's try another one here. Let's go to Alhambra and Nino. Nino, you're on with Trav and Slee. What's going on? Hey, what's up, Trav? Hey. Uh, so all I wanted to say is you guys keep talking about needing that factor. We don't, on paper, the Dodgers have everybody. All we need is a Dusty Baker kind of manager. Dave Roberts needs to go. Okay, let, let me ask you this, Nino. I'm, I'm not. I'm genuinely asking you, what would Dusty Baker do? Get like specifically do differently than Dave Roberts is doing? Not take Anderson out in the fifth inning. Anderson was getting more and more on fire. So, so, so take Dave Roberts out or take Andrew Friedman out? Because that that would be the question, right? Is the question. Dusty Baker is doing what the front office is asking them to do. There's they, Dave they, Roberts. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. The, but they're asking the, the front office what to do. So just use this as an example, and we appreciate you calling in. Julio left what inning in game one? Fifth inning. Mm-hmm. Kershaw left game two, fifth inning. Tyler Anderson left game four, fifth inning. All those pitchers, they were completely different. Yeah. Now, I think the Julio and the Kershaw – their outings similar. were much similar than Tyler Anderson. Yeah. But everything was already predetermined. Does a different manager change something? Because I don't think Dave Roberts is sitting there making those gut decisions I, I that maybe right. another manager would make. I, I think, you know, and that's why I asked you, because I don't know if the Dodgers are going to hire a manager. But first of all, Dave Roberts is coming back. It's already been reported he's coming back. He's not going anywhere. So this is a conversation. I think this year starts another three years. Yeah, he's – Look, I, I want somebody to blame too, but it just feels so inaccurate to blame Dave because I don't think Dave was, you know what, I think 86 pitches is as far as we're going to go with him tonight, take him out of the game. So this is a decision, you've said it, I've said it, that was made long before the game even starts. I want to go back to Friday. I was 
going on crazy about, hey, listen, don't tell me Tony Gonsolin's going 70 pitches. You haven't seen him pitch yet. What if he's lights out? Now, the opposite happened. He was terrible, and they went and got him early. Gonsolin was more for like an injury purpose. For, for sure. Mm-hmm. But my whole point is they're making decisions before it happens. What my fear for Gonsolin was exactly what played out for Tyler Anderson. What if a guy that you're thinking is going to give you five innings does, but he's really good? His pitch count is pretty... 80, was it 86 pitches? 86 pitches. Through five innings? Yeah. That's really good. That's a really efficient night yep. along the way, right? And so all of a sudden, he's given up two hits, no runs, and because you think he's going to get hit, you're taking him out? And now what you're doing is, you're basically saying that everybody you hand that ball has off to, to be perfect. has to be perfect. I'm not saying that Tyler Anderson pitches the sixth inning no matter what. I'm saying, let him start the inning. What if he gets a soft ground ball? Yep. And if he, let's say, Slee... Let's say he gives up a home run. Take him out. Yep. Okay, you still got the lead. Yep. Take him out. At least we get to see what it is. You didn't let the inning explode. Mm -hmm. You didn't let him give up four or five runs. Let's say the first guy ropes a double off the outfield wall. Take him out. Mm -hmm. Fine. But this idea that, hey, um, we're going – let the game decide when these guys come out. Not your computer. Not your math. It's so frustrating. You know, the the worst thing for the Dodgers is – it feels like everything is following a script. And you know what the Dodgers were not able to do? Imagine, Trev, you and I are doing our show and we're reading everything. And all of a sudden, the screen that we're reading off of is it goes down. Now all of a sudden we got nothing to read from and we all go haywire. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the Dodgers. The Dodgers are, everything has to go by this script. And the moment something comes off the script, they didn't know how to adjust. Can I, can I use Melvin as an example for the Padres? Does it, did it feel like the Padres were going by a script? No. Did it feel like the Padres, there were certain moments where Bob Melvin can make decisions based off his gut, his instinct, his... Did, did it not feel that way? I'll use the example of, of when you said it at the time. Yeah. Uh, Darvish. Like, why did he send him back out there? Because he had a feeling, you know what, I'm going to see what this is. Yep. Now, he dodged a bullet yep. and put some guys on yep. and they ended up getting out of it. But this was a, you know what, I know that this... I'm going to let the Dodgers determine whether he comes out or he not. He gave Snell the ball... In the sixth inning, he gave Musgrove the ball in the sixth inning. Musgrove got him out, got him through six innings, struck out. I think whoever it was might have even been the bases loaded, but he gave him the ball. He mm-hmm. gave his guy a shot where it seemed like the Padres were playing more instincts in the series. The Dodgers were the computer system that they've been. It was it's a disaster. Four extra games. Super fun season. I mean, you got to be kidding me. That all of this spring to, hey, oh my gosh, they got Freddie Freeman. Woo! All right, let's go. Trey Turner is going to make an MVP run. Mookie's doing, oh, this is a 111 win. Super fun season. Four games. Four Damn. games. They got four extra games. The One more than the Toronto Blue Jays. One more than the Tampa Bay Rays. I mean, it's just, it's so. Deeply four more than the Pirates. Yeah, four more than the Pirates. Four more than the Cincinnati Reds. Four more than anybody who it's didn't make the just, postseason. I want to bang my head on the desk. Huntington Beach and Paul. Paul, you're all with Travis Lee. What's going on? Guys, I am beside myself. I, You know, first off, my apologies. I called like a week ago, like defending Roberts, and, and I'm done, dude. Like, I'm throwing the guy overboard, and I'm not – this is not just me reacting in the moment. You, you – 
you, it's unbelievable. I mean, the Tyler Anderson thing reeks of Rich Hill in 18 against the Red Sox. Why the crap are you yanking him out of the game? That dude is rolling. And by the way, you haven't had any starting pitcher rolling in like a week and a half. That dude was he was fine. Let him go. And here's the other thing. Look, we got like four dudes who cannot buy a hit for whatever reason, right? Thompson, garbage. Taylor, garbage. Bellinger, garbage. But at the end of the day, how many freaking big hits has Bellinger got us in October over the last five, five years? That dude somehow, some way, runs into something. And, and, and when we can't score runs on a consistent basis, why not go with the dude who's got you there? Taylor has not made good contact with a baseball since, like, June. And, and, and we're going to run him out there after coming off a neck injury? Are you kidding me? The, and all of that aside, as much as that's got me worked up, how in the crap do you get caught with your pants around your ankles and Vessia not ready to get in the game? That was a huge Vessia mistake. Has, it cannot happen, Travis. Dude, listen, man, I coach Little League Baseball. You're always thinking six outs ahead, and no one paid <laughs> me to do it. I mean, Dave Roberts can think six outs ahead and know, hey, listen, maybe I should have A little have miscommunication in game four of the, of the playoffs. I mean, Paul, thanks for the phone but call. But you know, you know who Paul missed on all those names that he's thrown out there? I mean, put some of this energy towards Mookie. Put yeah. some of this energy towards Will Smith. Put some of this energy towards Justin Turner. Put sure. some of this energy towards Max Muncy. I get the names that he just mentioned, and I get it. Let's put it this way. If you are now relying on Cody Bellinger, who is a, a, a name that we've mentioned so many different times this year that has never come through saying, well, why didn't you just give him a chance? Game over already. Yeah. I, I, look, I would have played Bellinger instead of Trace because Trace was strong, but it was a wash. Trace made a great catch in center yeah, field. Cody would have made. They they both hit about a buck fifty. I think one's one forty three. The other one's one fifty four. So it's about the same. Nobody really did anything offensively. They both played well on D. That but was the a wash. big names. Was well, nothing. He, okay, Joey Gallo's on your roster to do what? Mm-hmm. what what's, what's he there for? I'm genuinely asking. He's there. To, he's there to hit home runs, right? You're not going to get him in that bat in the whole series. Not one. You're, you're going to go with... Even with the 2-1 game. The 2-1 you know, game. You're, you're one away. Deploy him right... That's the spot. Yeah. You need a home run. You need to pop a ball right there. I, I understand the odds are low, but he gives you your best chance potentially to pop one. It was a series of weird decisions. It was a series of bad performances, and it's been a series of the same result call. for the better part of a decade. More of your phone calls coming up next. Ansley, here's the thing about the Dodgers. For the first time in a while, yeah. they may actually look a little bit different next year. There's a lot of guys that might not be here next year. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. 
Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, caller number seven, like you heard, let's go out to Oxnard. Who's on the line? Who's there? Fernando. Fernando, congratulations. What's your last name, Fernando? Gonzalez. Fernando Gonzalez from Oxnard. You have won a pair of tickets to the Rams and 49ers coming up on October 30th at SoFi Stadium. And now you got a chance to win a million dollars, Fernando. We need a score and the two teams that are going to be in the Super Bowl at the end of the season. Who do you got? Uh, let's do Eagles and Bills. I'm going to go with the hot teams. Okay. And I got, uh, let's do like 23, 37 Bills. Okay. 37 to 23. 23, the Bills over the Eagles in the Super Bowl. We got that right? Yeah. All right. There you go. Fernando Gonzalez in Oxnard. Congratulations and good luck. All right, before we get back to more Dodger calls right yeah. here, right now you got to pick a Super Bowl matchup. I like I like doing this every Monday and kind of figuring out who you got. Still going to go Buffalo. I'm Me keeping too. Buffalo. Keep that one on that end. Me too. Do I think – you know, I start drawing back towards – I think I did this last week as well. I start drawing back towards, well, give me a quarterback that's been there before. Give me a team that's been there before. But the Packers and Tampa, nobody's making you feel like, hey, you got to go Quite grab opposite, those two right? guys. Are you really going to take somebody out of the out of the NFC East? Cowboys, Cowboys, Cowboys. At least if there's one thing you like, they play D. They right? play D, and mm-hmm. they're going to get their quarterback back. Yep. And they, they're by the way, they've played really well this I season. I know. I, I'm a, damn. The NFC is I, tough. I was to going to say. I'm glad you said that because I would have picked the Bills too out of the AFC, and the NFC is a big fat. I have no idea. I would have said. By the way, okay. So last week, you and I would have probably said maybe the Niners. Sure. Maybe this team, maybe that team. And then just every week, it's just <laughs> it's completely weird. changes. Yeah, the NFC is all over the place. All right, so Dodgers are out. Great. Um, and the Dodgers have been, you know, they, they turn some spots over every once in a while, but this is going to be a little bit different. So here, here's what it is. The biggest name on the free agent list is Trey Turner. And I agree with what you said, and I'm a big believer in tea leaves. That if the Dodgers and Trey Turner were likely to get a deal done, I think we would have heard from one side or both. Yeah. That, look, we're, nothing's done yet. We're but working on it. Just I, let's we're folks, working on we'll it. Take care of it. We're, we're, we'll take care I, of it. I think yep. we're going to be able to work something. Nothing's guaranteed, but I feel like we're going to be able to come to some sort of an agreement. Mm-hmm. That we haven't heard that. The fact that they lost again, the fact that you keep hearing these rumors about him being an East Coast guy and you know the Cubs have popped up here and there. I'm not so sure that he comes back, which all of a sudden, it really changes your team. He was second in the National League in hits. He plays shortstop. He's the fastest guy in the league. He's an on-base machine. That that one, two, three might be the best one, two, three we've seen in baseball. One of the top three. You take that middle guy out, that obviously changes everything. And while your defense is uh, obviously, I mean, he made a huge error in game two, and not that you move on from him because of an error, but Gavin Lux probably is your shortstop if Trey Turner, in fact, leaves. Mm-hmm. Um, your defense is worse. With, with Trey Turner, or excuse me, with Gavin Lux at short instead of Trey Turner. Your defense is worse. So maybe he's gone. Question about Clayton Kershaw. He was terrific this year. He's an all-star. He started the all-star game and should have. Um, But he's, you know, at that age where he may decide, you know, I don't want to do this anymore. He could go. And and I don't think he will. I think he'll be back because he's still pitching at a really high level. But you could be looking. We could never see Dodger Stadium again with Clayton Kershaw wearing that uniform. So he was asked that question. It's it's. 
you know, coming off that loss, nobody in that Dodgers, nobody thought within that organization that on Saturday night they're going to be fielding questions about your future, your this. And Kershaw got some of those questions. And, you know, he just kind of danced around it a little bit. But then he said, I expect to be back, yeah. right? And and I think there's going to be a good chance that he does come back. But Clayton Kershaw will also be another year older. Kershaw, two different times this year, was in and out of the lineup. Those are things you just can't do anything about. He had moments where he pitched really good, but also in a grind of a 162-game schedule, things can just happen. So now all of a sudden you're talking Trey Turner, you're talking Kershaw, you're older. Even some guys that are on this list that I think are just interesting names. Tyler Anderson had an unbelievable season he sure did. for the Los Angeles he Dodgers. Sure did. And you know how you know how we talk about, well, you didn't have Blake Trinan for most of the year. You didn't have Walker Bueller for most of the year. That some of the names that were out, you still got to 111 games. Mm-hmm. You don't win 111 without Tyler Anderson. No way. Right? And and I, I know Heaney was in and out of the lineup. He did great in the playoffs. No, he's for a them. free agent too. He, he did great in the playoffs. So you're going to have some interesting names that are there. And I know the Dodgers have done a really, really good job of finding guys like this. But there's some there's some names that could potentially not be back next So year. Anderson and Heaney are really – Anderson, like you said, Slee, was terrific – I have faith in the Dodgers being able to find another Tyler Anderson and being able to find another Andrew Heaney and being able to find another Tommy Canley or Blake Trinan or any of these guys that they've taken from other places. Chris Martin is another free agent this year. Chris Martin pitched for the Cubs this year was not not only not very good, he was bad. Yeah. He was legitimately Yancy Almonte pitched for the Rockies. He was bad. They went and turned him into a guy that nobody could get a hit off of. So those off the top line guys, those supporting players. I feel pretty good that they'll be able to replace them with like-minded guys. But there's another Justin Turner. The Dodgers have a team uh, team option, option. Yeah. on Justin Turner. It was like 17 or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. It, it's a reasonable reasonable in baseball terms a, a reasonable number. Um but you could conceivably no Justin Turner, no Clayton Kershaw, no Trey Turner and you you're starting to see this thing turn over for for because Justin Turner and Clayton Kershaw are the two guys that have been here basically through all of this stuff. And they're getting to the point where Kurt, Turner more than Kershaw, where it's like, hey, do we really want to do this, or do we need to start? You had that question going guy? into the playoffs. Sure, you said should Turner be guaranteed a spot in that order and everything. I mean, that that was a question coming up in the postseason where we know Turner has been so clutch. And it feels weird to say it about a, like a made guy like that. Like Justin Turner was arguably the greatest postseason Dodger yeah. that we've seen. If you can be that without cashing in a bunch of World Series, mm-hmm. but they might look different next year. Though you know, all the peripheral pieces change every year, but that core for the first time in a while may be different yeah and listen it, it's uh it's an interesting run for the Dodgers it's the best that I can say so well run and so many disappointments in the process interesting meaning not good yeah in, in, interesting meaning interesting why well, why is this feel like this because one half season World Series is not enough for this 10-year window it's just not it's also how they've lost and and, and you to know who? coming up the way this Padres series played out with everything, listen, I know it's on paper, but the way everything just kind of lined up. The San Diego Padres, and I don't think there were any Padre fans out there that thought, you just wanted, make this a series. Just make it a series and found a way to win the series. Let's try another phone call here. Anaheim this time. Jacob, Jacob, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? Jacob. Hey, guys, thanks for taking my call. Sure. Uh, you know, I have a couple things that I want to get out. You know, uh, just other teams are – tired of the national recognition the Dodgers get so they just get more amped up to play them you know it's uh 
it's like the Sacramento Kings beating L.A. every chance they get. It's like UCLA going into the USC game one and eight, and then they steamroll them. It's just, it's just a different feeling getting up in the morning and you're playing the Dodgers. Like, you know, and and another another thing. But but Jacob, Jacob, just stay, with, Jacob, Jacob, just stay with that. It's not just the Padres that have done this. Been a lot of teams that have done this to the Dodgers. You know, and, and the whole a lot of teams get up for it. You should be accustomed to it because everywhere the Dodgers went, you know, he used the Lakers as an example. Lakers go to Atlanta, there's eighty percent Laker fans. The Dodgers go to Arizona, they're giving Walker Bueller a standing ovation as he comes off the mound because he pitched seven scoreless or whatever the case is. <laughs> right. As in there's I get the whole a lot of people get up for the Dodgers. But that's the excuse to to collapse the way they have I, in I so many it. different years. I don't buy it. You know, and it's not just the. You're right. The Padres do get up for the Dodgers. Sure. But how about the Nationals? How about the Mets? How about the Cardinals? How about the Braves? How about, it's not just the Padres. I, I I know I'm a bit of a broken record on this, but I, I honestly believe this to be true. Baseball is not a hype sport. You don't get hyped to play a baseball game. It's not what it's about. It's not what it, you you can play football like that. You can play basketball to a certain degree like that to just play with this relentless energy and competitiveness. And I'm going to run through a brick wall. Like you got yesterday's a good example. Very early in the game, uh, Taylor Rapp hit McCaffrey and lit him up. Yep. Right. And you're like, yep. oh, okay. And that brings an energy to the football game. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna run through this guy. You can do it in basketball where you just be relentless on defense, right? You're gonna pick them up full court. You're gonna make it impossible for them to get into their sets. You can play those sorts of sports with hype. Baseball's not really like that. The only pitcher, the only player that can kind of bring a little bit of that is the pitcher. And if you get too hyped, you're all over the place. It doesn't work like that. It's more of a stay in the moment, do what you typically do, maybe have a higher level of concentration. But this isn't a, you know, rah rah speech, get hyped, everybody come charging out of the. Yeah. Mookie's still just going to stand in right field and wait for the ball to get hit to him. It's not like he can run over to left field and cut in front of Chris Taylor. It, it's not, that's not the type of sport it is, which is why their failures are so hard to put your finger on. Quantify. To yeah. say, this is what's missing. Yeah. It's all of it. It's this lack of spark. It's the weird, slavish devotion to the math, despite evidence right in front of your face to let this guy go or pull this guy out mm -hmm. and they just haven't caught a break and it's at some point it's not just the universe at some point it's you and and i think we're getting closer to that I've, you've heard me say this before if everywhere you go it smells, smells like crap like, yeah. it's probably you mm -hmm. okay well we're getting into that territory where every time it breaks the wrong way you can't just go ah eh, that's baseball every time to just you or really or you can't just I don't think there's one thing you can say to justify what the Dodgers have been over these last 10 years in the postseason. You can't. So when you're when you're trying to grab for something, oh, it's because the Padres got hot. Oh, it's because it's a short series. Oh, it's because, you know, Dave Roberts made a bad decision. Isn't it all these? Isn't it all these things? And if things are supposed to average itself out, if I take a coin, I flip it, heads or tails, you would assume that it's going to average itself out. How come it's gone up nine times tails and one time heads for the Dodgers? And you only flipped it halfway. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the one time you got heads, you, you caught it in the air and placed it heads no, on your it, table. It landed upright. It landed standing <sighs> up. 
I can't believe, I can't believe, Slee, that I got to wait a year for another one of these to get excited about. And look, you have the right to call me out because when they get hot and they win 20 of 25 in May, and I'm like, Slee, I'm telling you, this is different. Yeah, Trev, uh-huh. Remember when the Padres were in the NLCS? I want you to, I want you to hit me with that. More of your phone calls coming up next. More of my utter dis- despair and frustration as well. And Slee, I see that sneaky smile on your face. Don't think I don't see it. That's next. Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Taylor's in my feelings pretty good today. Not, I'm not going to lie. This has been the, the mood that you're striking with the music. Feels right. Taylor, who, who are you rooting for in that series? All honesty? Yeah. Padres. Appreciate you. Say it out loud, Slee. Don't be all I'm sneaky and quiet. Be, say I'm it. so you happy be for you. But no, I'm, I'm not going mean, to I'm not going to talk trash or anything. I'm not going to do that. I will tell you this. You know what I did on Saturday? Why not? Saturday, Saturday, I drove down. Drove down to SD. Did you go? I didn't go to the game because I had TV. So 7 o'clock, I'm just driving down. And I'm figuring to myself, I'm like, one of two things are going to happen. Either I'm going to drive into downtown San Diego. <laughs> right. Party. And, and either it's going to be, let me just feel what the hell this is in San Diego. They haven't been there. I, I told you, last playoff game they won was 1998 mm-hmm. at Qualcomm Stadium against the Astros. Okay. Actually, no, they won after that, but I was actually at that game against the Astros. Um, and when I got down there, when I exited to get to downtown San Diego, it was still 3 nothing Dodgers. But the run was just starting. Mm. And by the time I parked, I picked a hotel 10 minutes away from the park, kind of knew where I was going so I could just walk there, parked in a spot where there was absolutely no room but my car fit. <laughs> it was 3-3. And when I'm walking towards Petco Park... Cronenworth hits the single. Could you hear it? Of course. Yeah. And I, I, I see Petco Park when this all happens. I hate this story, by the way. Happens at 5-3. Cronenworth hits a single. I'm there for the 8th and the ninth outside. Bars around San Diego. It pouring down. It was... I'm glad I went down. Let's put it Super fun season. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I know. No, you're not sorry. I don't believe you for a second. And the the only thing worse than the Dodgers losing is that you're kind of like slow playing your own joy, which which makes it worse. Like I get the sense that you're trying to somehow be respectful and courteous in all of these things and trying to do the good guy thing, and it's making it worse. Like you, that's going to make me do it more. Strutting around with your chest out would be like, yeah, you, you earned it. You won the series. I get it. But you're like, yeah, you know, I'm just going to go to the NLCS. I, I have, I have nothing to say. It was an amazing. <laughs> you have nothing to say. Your team amazing, just won a series. Amazing moment for for SD. It really was. There's you no got other way to nothing put it. to say. That's what I would say. That story, I kind of, I held on to it for a little bit. It's all right, I guess. Enjoy a nice beard. It's all right, I guess. This is from Beasts, uh, eighty six twenty seven. I think. 
read a million tweets today. I, I, I think this one is spot on. Okay. I'm not putting all the blame on Roberts. The Dodgers didn't hit plain and simple. My biggest issue with Roberts is not starting Barnes with Kershaw, taking out Anderson in the fifth, and why not use Gallo or Vargas? Why were Blake and May even on the roster? Okay. I love you. I don't blame Dave, but here's 14 things that I blame Dave for. But those are most. I don't think Dave's making those decisions. Well, the first thing he said too is the thing. Dudes didn't come. They just just play small ball. No hero ball. Okay, guys on second and third, nobody out. Get that run in from third. Get that guy from second to third base with one out. They didn't do small Let stuff like that. Let the situation dictate how you play. Don't have a predetermined plan with your pitching rotation, with your bullpen rotation. With all, let the game decide what you need to do. Have player. They, you got good players. You can do these things. My point with this tweet is, yeah, they didn't hit. No, the number one reason the Dodgers lost this series is they didn't hit. Okay, Num- number yes. one solid yes. in bold they yep. didn't hit yep that's why they didn't win but all of these other little things these decisions the the decision to take out anderson the decision not to have barnes catch kershaw but have him catch the next day like all these little weird They're things not that using you do. taylor in that pinch hitting situation yes, because you too. assume he's injured but then he comes they, in the next they game just they get use him. cute like they get oddly cute in these moments the when you don't have to do it. The miscommunication. You don't have Vezia up. You have Almonte throw October, ball one. It, it's just, in October you got that miscommunication? Dustin May didn't pitch in the series. Okay? Alright, then why have him at all? I mean, I'm, and because there were some opportunities. Again, it's not like you had to use him right here. Joey Gallo never came off the bench. There was never an opportunity where you tried to steal a home run. You had Blake Trinan pitched five innings pitch an important inning in that series you had tommy canley who pitched 12 innings on the season pitch twice in the series once with the series on the line vezia almonte um the uh the, the right phillips um right on down the line martin these are guys that had been there for the vast majority of the year and yeah. really and you're putting you're putting the season in the hands of guys that you don't have to do it with it, it's playing just, on it, paper it's buddy so weird they played on paper they played on paper. They didn't, you know, I, I think that's one of the things that's so great about sports. And I feel like the Dodgers in the postseason, you take away the element of gut feeling. You take away the element of things that just watch the game and how you feel should determine some of this. They took all that away from a lot of these players. Let's go to one of your people, Slee. San Diego and Tim. Tim, you're on with Travis Slee. What's up? Hey, guys. Uh, good to talk with you. I was actually at the game on Saturday and um, – the section I was in, we were talking about they're going to pull Anderson soon. They're going to pull Anderson soon because, boy, was he pitching a game. Fantastic. And when they pulled him, we were so excited. Gave and Padres hope. Uh, it, it, it gave us hope. Mm-hmm. It, it's like, you know, it was just fantastic. We're going, why he wasn't in there for another two innings at 86 pitches? Because uh, we were watching the pitch count, and he was managing it so well. The other two comments is, you know, the intrinsic things that you're talking about. Bob Melvin has been a godsend to this team, and I think he just managed, outmanaged Dave Roberts. And then finally, I was probably allowed to outmanage Dave Roberts. Yeah. And the other Mm -hmm. thing was no leadership on the Dodgers. Maybe there is, maybe there isn't, but boy, this is Machado's team. You just, you can see it from the get go, you can see it from the field. And being a lifelong Padre fan from 1971, this it was Saturday night was just an outlet of emotions. It was fantastic. Thanks Good for the call, Tim. Thanks, thanks for the call. You know, it's funny you said the Machado thing. 
And I know Dodger fans absolutely despise Machado. He really is their leader in San Diego. Sure he is. That, and, and the reasons why the Dodgers despise him, I get it. I understand oh, that it. That makes sense. He is their foundation in that clubhouse. You know what he did? He showed up. Yeah, he did show up. Hits. Oh, he Had freaking tough showed at-bats. up. Absolutely. He showed up. How good was he at third? Nothing he's, got by him. He's fantastic. Nothing got by he's him. He's one of the third. best defensive third basemen you're ever going to see. L- literally one of the best to have ever done it. I, I, I the only well, thing the way, I would push back on when he struck out in the in, in the seventh, seventh. Cronenworth ended up yeah. when he struck out. I'm like, impossible. What do you mean you're striking out in this situation? They got you know obviously fortunate after that. I don't think that Bob Melvin outmanaged Dave Roberts. I, I think it's frustrating, and I get it, and he's the one that walks out there to make the pitching changes. He's the one that sits at the podium afterwards and answers the questions. Yeah. Th- these decisions are not his He was alone. allowed to manage. Yes. I, I think is, that's that a better not way the of difference? It. Yes. Is that he was given more rope to say, hey, I got my pitcher in, and the sixth inning is coming. I don't have to go by a playbook. I can feel my pitcher out. I could ask my pitcher, do you want to go in in the sixth? My pitcher can be honest with me. Hey, I think I'm done. Dave Roberts didn't have that option. This is the part, Al, and it's just so deeply frustrating for me as a Dodger fan. You don't even need to ask Tyler Anderson. You just need to watch the game. No one was hitting him. Mm-hmm. He gave up two hits through five run through five innings and no runs. Yeah, but his, we, his we pitch already, count was low. We already hit print. It's already on the sheet of paper. The paper already says take Tyler Anderson down the fifth. Unbelievable. It doesn't matter what he's doing. Unbelievable. A year until we get another game that matters. A year. A year. Like they're, they're because like for instance, the Lakers open tomorrow, right? Yeah. yeah. The Lakers regular season. There's some intrigue. Mm-hmm. Are they going to make the playoffs? How good are they going to be? Is Anthony Davis going to be healthy? Is Russell Westbrook going to fit in? Is LeBron going to pass Kareem? Is Sacramento um, going to beat them by 40 again in preseason <laughs> all, play? All of these things, there, there's some intrigue in the regular season. The Rams, they're 3-3. Three and three. They don't look very good. The regular season, we, the Dodgers next year will win somewhere between 90 and 110 games. Or three games. Right? They're going to win. They're going to win the division. If not, they'll be one of the wild cards. And then they'll go in the playoffs and we'll be sitting there, all right. When are you going to take out um, Walker Bueller after four innings? Because the computer told you to. So deeply, deeply frustrating. I need, I need something different. Yeah, I need we got the dump. We got the dump. I need the dump. We got I need super cross. Super cross talk's not going to help at all. That's going to make it no, worse. No, because this will be the first time they now get to let everything out of their heart, and that's going to bother you. They can as have. Well. They can have my time. I, I abdicate my minutes to Mason and Ireland. It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven time, seven, seven, ten. seven time. I, his. His music is now it's Seven bothering time. me. Before it was helping, now it's making it worse. 710 ESPN. Charles Barkley is coming back for 10 more years of TNT, Al. Damn. 10 years for a deal expected to be, quote, well north of oh, 100, 100 million bucks. So you knew it was going to be big. Yeah. When he said no to the live guys, those live guys are throwing around money like nobody else. And that he said, you know what? Nah, I don't think. You knew TNT was going to dig. It's funny. I thought this guy was saying over the last year or two, that he was kind of coming towards the end of, you know, maybe I'll do it for a couple more years, and then, bam, somebody puts 100, all yeah. those zeros next to it. He's like, yeah, 10 years, no problem. No one ever said Charles was dumb. That's terrible. Hey, he's I, 59. Yeah. He's 69, 70 years old when that contract's done. Let's go roll, right? By the way, he's- 100 million? Yeah. He's the founder. As great as that show is, you lost. Char- if you lost Charles Barkley, that show is- it's 
impossible to replace yeah, him. Yeah, no, he's a one of one. Yeah. There, there are not a lot of Charleses out there. But Charles has been saying, this is my last one, I think, since he retired from the NBA. He's been saying, you know, this is going to be my last one with TNT. Uh-huh. Sure. He's been saying that since he was 38. <laughs> yeah, no, well, it, they'll just, okay, another zero? Yeah, okay, I'll come back. Good for you, Charles. We'll uh, we'll be watching all along the way. Uh, this is super fun. Okay. It was today in 2004 where Dave Roberts oh, stole that base against the Yankees off oh, Mariano Rivera. Uh, Big Poppy ends up driving him in, scores the three, run. 3-1 in the series. They and get their first win, the first team ever to come back. back from a 3-0 deficit. They win. They win the World Series against the Cardinals. So I'm glad Dave's having a good day. That's fun. Congratulations, Dave. Hey, Dave. Look at things. Hey, I, <laughs> I, I know that the Dodgers are out again. I know that we still haven't won a World Series in a 162-game season since I was a junior in high school in 1988. That audio didn't help at all. Um, and I'm glad that you have a special anniversary. Really cool. I, I'm, I, Al, I'm, I read something yesterday. What am I going to do with my nights? I don't know what to do anymore. Well, luckily, the NBA will start tomorrow for you. I'm not quite as still invested still got a lot in of NFL going on. You'll, you'll find, you'll find, I, you'll I, find I gotta, ways. I gotta though. find something. I can maybe just start drinking, taking drugs. If you want to, <laughs> if you're mad, if Kill you're mad time. at San Diego, what you could do very easily is cheer for the Chargers tonight. No, if you want to just go at San Diego, why would Diego. I do that? My Rams are in first place. Oh, yeah. The three and three Los Angeles Rams are well, in first place. Football's not an issue for you. Thing. Absolutely not an issue at all. Um, we'll spend some more time on this in depth tomorrow. Yeah. Um, USC lost their first game of the season yeah. um, to Utah. Uh, we both had Utah in our picks. Utah didn't cover, but they won the game. They went for two at the end. Got to go for Utah already has a couple of losses. They're really not playing for I think they anything. were four and two going in. Yeah, yep. so why not? They went for it, and they got it. So that game, SC jumps out. They're up 14 nothing. At one point, they're up 28-14. They always have a cushion the entire game. And then finally, they tie up SC at 35. USC comes back. Uh, they go up by 7, 42 to 35. Just think about college football, and especially in Utah, how big of a game this is for Utah. I'm with you. Listen, if you don't get the, if you if you go for two and you don't get it, everybody's gonna sit there and and kick themselves. Yeah, but you, it's the right decision. But you got the two. Yeah, and you did beat USC, and now it lines up potentially. I think we both think UCLA will lose against Oregon this weekend. That's our assumption. I don't know what UCLA has before USC. We know USC they got schedule like Arizona is cake. State and, and Arizona. It's, they're, they're nobody good. You until could be they play get two one loss teams in the uh, when once that matchup happens. So here's my my. This is not just specific to SC, but okay. SC was the latest team in this spot. Yeah. When that's happening, when Utah is driving down the field to either tie or take the lead yeah. right late in the game and once you get inside about the 10 yard line let them in time's more valuable than the points they're getting in right they, you haven't stopped them in three hours they're getting in let them in buy yourself another 30 seconds you played you played defense like crazy on the two because if you stop them you win the game anyway i'd rather have 30 more seconds to because you only need a field goal right you don't have to score a touchdown you only need to move you've got that quarterback that wide receiver, yeah. that play, that that sort of offense, time is your most precious commodity. This is what the the Packers did in the Super Bowl against the Browns. Let them in, like give give me the time. I'm gonna let you in. I saw these tweets come up yesterday. KC Buffalo, kind of similar. Yeah, just give Mahomes more time. The idea was if you let Buffalo score, Buffalo scored anyways, right? But it's how much time was gonna go off the clock. Yep. 
similar scenario. Was it was to. it the Saquon that took a dive at the one yard line, and let the clock go out? Mm-hmm. I, I think it was. I, I could be getting that wrong, but there is no. There's a strategy to that. To yeah, there's time, a strategy at to that, that point. Time is the most important part. Um, Tennessee beat Alabama fifty-two to forty-nine. Have, have you ever seen a kick that spins like that actually go through? No, it was spinning like a helicopter. I, no, I. By the way, so. I'm watching that game, and that was the day I'm doing CBS, so we're following that game, okay? And right before we're about to go on, I just see the field goal post going up the bleachers. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm looking around. I'm like, is nobody – no? what are they doing? Is it – are they trying to throw it over? I didn't know what was happening, but it was one of the coolest scenes I've ever seen. I couldn't see the football field. It was really neat. Because there was so much orange there, but the field goal post just – Section, bleachers, just going all the way up. So when the UC Santa Barbara Gauchos won the national championship in men's soccer a few years ago, they took and they play at Harder Stadium, which is, let's call it eight blocks from the ocean. Okay, it's, it's okay. close, but it's not that close. Yep. Maybe maybe 10. They win the national championship at home. Students come pouring out of the stadium, go pick up the soccer goal and walk it and throw it off the cliff into the ocean. They, they, they carried it eight blocks to throw it into the ocean. Still on YouTube if you want to go see it. That might be the greatest new tradition I've ever heard. If yeah. they just win a regular season game in basketball, they should every basketball should be kicked into the ocean. That's a great tradition. Did you see Robbie Anderson? Yes. So I, I was at the game. I, okay. I was um, not able to see this happen as I was watching it from the press box. Um Robbie Anderson, a wide receiver for the Carolina Panthers, they basically fired him in the middle of the second half. I, I, I read it. I didn't see what happened. Yeah, so he got into an argument with okay. the coach, um, an assistant coach, mm-hmm. then went and sat on the exercise bike with like a baseball hat on, Sure. then got into another argument with sure. the coach again, Why not? Yep. and then they basically said, dude, get the heck out of here, and they traded him today. <laughs> so he's traded to the Cardinals. So they fired him in the middle. That's the, of the blueprint game. if you want to get traded. If you're not happy with it, with what you're where you're playing, just do that. <laughs> it's not a bad way to do it. UCLA, any chance at all they could run the table? Feels like nobody's going to get in from the Pac-12 unless they run the table. They're the last chance, last Come man standing. Now. Come on, we know the Pac-12. They cannibalize each other. We we know what they do. But you know what's going to be? It's still impressive. Like they're, if, if they're I going to beat Oregon, they're going to beat us. They're going to lose to Arizona or some it, terrible team. If I'd have told you at this point, you have SC that has one loss and it's against Utah. I don't think you'd have been surprised. I think you would have said, okay, hey, not a bad not a bad start for Lincoln Riley. And the opposite side, it's UCLA. That's really been the big finally, story. Oh, did you, Ramona's in the house and she has a Ramona special. Oh, that's there the it first is. thing to brighten my day I since know, Saturday evening. I absolutely needed it. All right, let's do it right now. Let's do a little super cross talk. Woo, 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 woo. Yeah, yeah, I can't do it. I, I got to start with this, though. Um, I'm always kind of a little curious when you come in, Mace, to see what the wardrobe may be for any yes, given day. That that's awesome. It, uh, did you immediately turn the page to a teamless ESPN cap and mm-hmm. a Lakers hoodie? And I'm assuming, is that an SC t-shirt underneath? It's kind of uh, red. It's, it's, and there's no SC There's no SC. no SC. Okay, but I like that. Not just after the L. One day, you just bang, we're done. We're on to the Lakers season. Bang, let's move on to Lakers season, right? Oh, what a weekend. Oh, it was a disaster. It was, was just rough. It was a disaster. Epic failure. Momo, thank you for the uh, Momo splash. Is Honestly, that what we're calling it? Uh, the Momo special. Momo special. Um, okay, thank you. Guys, you guys, I brought one for each of you if you want. If Clay's a Padre fan. He yeah. needs confetti and Mace, streamers. You want a little Momo? You want? Yeah, one I'll of try a Momo special. Sure. Let me. 
Let me try whatever it is you're cooking up. Mace, it's funny because it's not funny. Saturday, I was bummed and yes. like, oh my gosh, and just kind of the fog of it all as it yeah. happens. Yeah. And then yesterday, just kind of deeply dissatisfied with how it yeah. ended. Talking about it for the last three hours, I'm mad all over again. I know. I yeah. was listening to you. That's why I brought you an iced tea. <laughs> I brought you one of these from Star. I was like, Travis needs a Momo special right now. He sounds so sad. I even, am. Even like I am. yesterday, I was at the Rams game and yeah. I was just sort of in a daze. Fog. Right? It was just. It was just like I can't believe what like just over. happened. It just ended. Bam! So like quick. that. They, do you want to hear? Do you want to hear like the? The, the kid's version of this that totally sinks home and is even sadder. Hmm. Daniel says to me yesterday, Mommy, turn on the baseball. Ugh. Oh, and I was no, like, Daniel. There is, is he no a Guardians baseball. fan? I was going to say, oh. <laughs> Guardians, <laughs> Yankees. And just like Poor that, Daniel. there it was. <laughs> there is How no old's Daniel? Four. Just four. turned four. So we'll be one for 20 by the time <laughs> Daniel... <laughs> Hits his teens. <laughs> I was like, there is no more baseball. And then I was waiting for the follow-up, like, why not? Look, I, I get I get that these things end quickly. I mean, it's the finality of sports, right? It's yeah. just you're in it, and then you're out, and that's it. And the other teams keep playing, or they win a championship. But in my while, I, I understand it's possible. I really did not think they no. would lose this series. The I didn't either. I, I really didn't think it was possible. I knew it was possible, but... The Dodge, they, it's the same damn formula that's knocked them out okay. year after year after which, year. Which, what do which you is pinpoint getting, the get, getting a little too cute for your own good. It's robotic. The, the, the deciding to make a decision before the actual event has taken place, taking Anderson out after five innings, not having Austin Barnes catching game two, but having him catching game three, taking Cody out and putting it's a, any one of them. Not a big deal, but when it's just all this little cuteness, letting Trinan, having Tommy Canley have this season in his hand, he pitched 12 damn innings all season long. He's the guy you want to go to war with? It just all none right. of it adds up. Yo, so, yo, so, yo, so, <laughs> yo, so, good power hitter for the Cubs back in the uh, early 2000s. I, you know what? I, I, I see all these machinations and I see exactly the, the move. And you know what? I, I heard you say earlier and I completely agree. This was about the bats. Dude, of course it was. Not about the, of course it was. It's not about the pitching. It they was about hit. the bats. Okay. And and I and already, oh, Dave Roberts is Dave Roberts. No. Dave Roberts not Dave was Roberts. not at the plate with runners at second and third and nobody out. Mm-hmm. That was not Dave's job. Right. It was somebody else's job to knock those runners Justin in. Turner struck out with the bases loaded and nobody out. Yep. Gavin Lux hit into a double play with the bases loaded yep. and one out. They didn't have any sort of third base production. They didn't have any productive outs, and I get it. Productive outs, you don't bunt, you don't sacrifice, you don't hit the other way, you don't hit ground. I get it. Over 162 games, sure. The ma- In one game, in one series, that run is the difference between sure. winning or losing. It's the difference between putting pressure on a yeah. pitcher that if I got it, the difference between a two run lead and a three run lead is night and day. A four run lead to a three run lead, yep. it's almost like the game's over at that point. And they couldn't knock and they that could in. Never get that piece to where you felt like, okay, we got this one. Yeah. Never oh, once. I'm going to ask you a question because you're a baseball guy. When did you play the best? When you're loose, when you're comfortable, when you're confident. When you look down at your manager, when you look at your whoever it is, and you know that they trust you, mm-hmm. and you know that your teammates trust you, and you have a belief that you're going to get it done, nobody's looking at the manager. Nobody's looking at their teammates. They're looking at the damn computer, right? And to me, like there comes a point where you get 
you do all the smart stuff. All the smart stuff is what wins you 110 games. All the smart stuff is what gets you there. But at the end, my coach always used to say this, paralysis by analysis. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why they're tight. There's a reason why they don't hit. There's a reason why people clench up in these big moments where it doesn't seem like the same team. It's because they're not loose. See, so whatever it is, they're just not loose. That. But I don't I don't buy the looking at the all that stuff. I mean, the Atlanta Braves, Alex Anthopoulos is an yeah. analytics-driven guy. I mean, yeah, heavily analytics. Are. By the way, so is A.J. Preller. So is A.J. Preller. Heavily they're analytics. That. They're all doing the same thing. Correct. Um, I don't think they're all doing the same can, thing. Can, can, I, can I tell you the difference? No, Philly's devotion. not doing anything. But no, here, here's the difference. They're there's, not doing there's, anything. You're right. There's context. They're just growing their hair out. Yeah. I, I get that everybody has an analytics department. I get that everybody yeah. puts together lineups based on analytics. Sure. But there has to be a moment. There has to be Downshift. A, a, a moment where somebody says, I know that Tyler Anderson is a five-inning guy. He's pitched five innings. They've gotten two okay, hits off of but it. But who was coming up next? Hadn't he thrown who was coming a left seat? Soto. 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 Soto was coming up. Soto was coming up. Soto was coming up. Who cares? But just, That's just, my point. Just, just, can I play off of this? Bob Melvin was in similar situations with all his guys. Yeah. Bob Melvin was in the same situation, whether it be with Musgrove on Saturday or Snell on Friday. Yep. He gave them the ball in the sixth. He gave Snell the ball in the sixth. He gets Will Smith to pop out. Then once he hits a double, he says, all right, I'm yeah. taking him out. There was there's, there's a sheet of paper that I feel like the Dodgers go by. He used Tyler Anderson the same way that he used... Julio Tyler Anderson throw 96 pitches? He threw 86. 86 pitches. But okay. it's how he looked. And, but and he's he the great. pitch count is so irrelevant in this situation. Because here's what I'm talking Every about. Every Padre fan was happy to see Tyler Anderson go because he was dominating Like them. you said, Momo, and you're right, Al. Juan Soto's coming up. The score's 2-9. to nine. Let's say he pops one. Yeah. Okay? Cool. Take then him take him out. Yeah. It's 2-1. Right. to one. You still got the lead. You still got, you're putting Chris Martin in a situation. There's nobody on base. It's fine. It's just, it's a little bit tighter. Soto was 0 for There's 2 no off of him, too. Re- and by the way, Chris Martin gave up a hit to Soto. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, I mean, it's there, there are no guarantees. When you do it like this, you're asking your bullpen to be virtually perfect every single mm-hmm. time you do it. Whereas, let's see if maybe that's the day that Tyler Anderson could throw 96 pitches, get through one more inning. I'm not saying if he gets in any trouble, let's go get him. There's a batter downshift to batter. that needs to happen. Like You get ready to play. You, you do all the analytics. I love the analytics that they have. I love how smart they are. I love how well-run the organization is. And then there comes a point There's instincts you have to too. let go. Mm-hmm. You have to just find a way to let go and let the game be. And I think that's clearly what's happening every single year in the postseason is it's just the letting go. It's just the relaxing that you need to. You ever do that where you're kind of, you're like, you know what I've been wearing? I, I've been clenching my jaw at night, okay? Mm-hmm. It started when I, we had to wear the mask all the time. You got to wear one of them I, stupid night yeah, guards. Yeah, I got so, a night like guard. That is the worst. Look like Aaron Donald. So, and I started wearing it all the time during the day, too, because I'm you're like. You're wearing your night guard during the day? It's in my purse. You want me to put it in? It's embarrassing. You're clenching sure, during yeah. the daytime, too? Yeah. Yeah, she's clenching. Ready? All the time. Look at this. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. damn uh, night guard. Yeah, okay, night guard. There you go. Oh, and no. And I gotta talk like with the stupid night guard. Okay, you know why? Keep it on you all day. Ta- show. You know how many times I've been okay, prescribed so a night guard? Yes. I mean, my, I grab it. My dentist all the time says wear a night guard. I'm like, yeah, right. There's I know. No I okay. thought it was the stupidest thing ever. Floss every day. No. Yes. No. When I don't wear the night guard, I wake up with a headache, and I'm like, dang, I got. <laughs> so then I was like, you know what? I gotta wear it, and then and then. After a while, I said, maybe I should take a couple deep breaths. 
maybe I should stop trying to like put a Band-Aid on the problem or a night guard on the problem and take a freaking deep breath. Mm-hmm. What's the baseball equivalent of a night guard? Because right? the Dodgers need one. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> the, they the, do. The Dodgers need a, a baseball night guard because I, I'm with you, Momo. That Just relax. They, they were, you know? even, even the game they won, Mace. Yeah, yeah. Tight. We're tight. Oh, tight. tight. They were super tight. Five nothing through three. You can see a team that's and, loose. You yes. know, like you can yes. tell. Like, I can tell just by looking at them. They ain't loose. Well, you know no. what's interesting about like, the the question of loose and tight is interesting because I I feel like the Dodgers approached the postseason in a very business like yes. manner. And I don't think it's time to approach games no. in a business-like way. It does run on heart. It runs on passion. It runs on desire. It runs on fight. It runs on chippiness. It runs on all those things yeah. that, frankly, San Diego was and the yep. Dodgers were not. And you know what? Like, I want to take a step back and say, I think the Dodgers and the Braves, both losing in this round, is something it is the new playoff format, just like yep. in the NFL. Yankees might go out, too. Yankees might go out, too. You have the new playoff format where you get a wild card team who's just won a three-game series. Three of the four wild card teams were road teams. Right. They've just they've just won a, 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 a series, so they've had success. They found whatever it was that that's going to click. They found some momentum, whereas the top seeds are sitting around waiting. Now, if you gave those seeds a, chance, a choice... Would you rather play right away or have the bye? All of them would say we'd rather have the bye. Sure, sure. Of course they would. They'd have a little bit of time off, line up your pitching. But this is the first year that you've had that, where you're sitting around waiting and yep. then you're playing a hot team that not just one game, you're playing a team that just won a three-game a series. series. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that is not a coincidence that but those teams Ramona, got that those teams won the series. Last year it was well, the Dodgers didn't win the division, so now they all of a sudden had to play a game against the right. St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah. They right. had to play 162 games because they're chasing the Giants, trying sure. to win, so they could get that one yeah. bye. And now, and we're hearing some of this where yeah. it's, well, maybe they got too much rest. Right. They did. They didn't have any urgency the, for too much. So put all that is- put all that to the side. They didn't deliver. <laughs> no, they didn't deliver. Mookie didn't deliver. Will Smith didn't deliver. Justin Muncie. Turner didn't deliver. Max Muncy didn't deliver. There are a lot of guys. You said it. They lost because of their bats. You got yeah. guys on second and third. They couldn't manufacture a run. Rest, no rest. Yeah. Guys that you would expect to deliver didn't deliver. They had deliver. no momentum. They had no sense of urgency for the past month. They were just uh, trying things out the last few weeks. Plus, we never had a moment. Yeah. No. Like, no. you mentioned last year the the game against St. Louis Chris Taylor gave yep. us that yep. moment right. and that ignites something Cody Bellinger had Cody a moment Bell- we never Several. had any of those big moments where somebody exceeded at, where, where somebody well, just drilled a baseball there was four it was quick. games it was, it was quick. like over before you looked I, I got a question for you train guys. went by boom there it went where did you see it the- <laughs> there it was gone yep <laughs> gone. <laughs> like, gone. like I've been saying all day you know? super fun season <laughs> super yeah. fun season super fun season yeah, loved every minute of it fun. awesome yeah. just so incredibly disappointing um I, I, I get all this. Hot team, momentum, hadn't played a meaningful game in a couple months. To Al's point, Dodgers played down to the wire last year. Yeah. They were grinding out yeah. everything. So we've seen it both ways. I get that playoff baseball is a bit of a crapshoot. Kind of, you know, yeah, it's it not is. quite a 50 50 shot, but it's kind of a 50 Small 50 shot. Small sample size baseball, kind of, right? Kind of a stupid K- game. Kind, it is. kind of. Why does it never go their way? 
That is the right question. Shouldn't it flip the other way, too? The question that Andrew Friedman and Dave Roberts need to be asking themselves is, I understand the randomness of the sport, but we've been in it 10 years in a row, and it hasn't broken our They have made three World Series. They have. They did get screwed in 2017. The Red Sox overwhelmed them in 2018. I get it, Mace, but in that 10-year window, they have been one of the better teams all ten times. Okay, and Andrew right. Friedman's okay. analogy and it, and it is it hasn't house. broken that way, other than one short season time. I get it. Houston ripped them off. I'm I'm with you on all that. But this is not a hey, that's the one. We got these two or three other. Houston's been in the ALCS six years in a row. Yep. Okay. If they go to yeah. the World Series this that's season, point. that's four World Series in six years. Yep. Okay, they got a chance to win. Air quotes a second one. They <laughs> seem to be at least getting to. I'm glad the air quotes right? are there. Yeah. They're, they're at least getting to where yeah. you would expect a team that good. The Dodgers are getting clipped in the division round. Yeah. Not want to say regularly, but occasionally. Yeah. They're a lot better than the Padres. Well, they're also, a lot better than the Nats. So Twenty-two talk, games better than the Padres. You think about small sample size baseball, right? There's a four-game sample size. Dodgers are 22 games better than the Padres, but they lose in a four-game series. In a way, it's not fair they even get to pl- have to play. The Padres. The Padres shouldn't be in the playoffs in a no, in in the old format, old format. Okay, but here's where we are. But it's small sample size this year, but over the ten years, it's not. That's I my point. That's what I've been okay. saying all day. This, if this were a one off, fine. This is the tenth year of a ten year run. So now that's where it's your gone your way. Size. One, you have a ten year sample, sample size. size. Pull yeah. the data out from the ten years. Yes. And see if you can find some commonalities, some issues, some big picture the issues. The biggest commonality, I think, and I'm going, this is more me using my memory than having any numbers yeah. in front of me, but the failure to be able to manufacture runs yes. seems yes. to be the thing that oh. has held them back. How many more than times do we have a runner on third base and all we needed was a sack fly? Or a ground ball. Or a ground ball. And we got to strike how, how about How about in the, I think it was the seventh when Dodgers went up through a sixth or the seventh, they went up three nothing. Yes. They had the bases loaded, nobody out. Yep. yep. They got, they got one. one. Turned turned over one. And But wasn't that just the example of that's the entire the, series? That's the, that was the, the whole least series. You could get out of that situation yeah. is one, and that's what they got. Ball down the line, ball in the gap, yeah. you know, a walk. All of a sudden, you just you get that crooked number. It feels totally different. But they the Padres did that thing yeah. where what's the best outcome for us? That's what we got. Yep. What's the best outcome for an offense? That's what we got. The Dodgers get the least favorable outcome way more often than so, you would think they would. I will say this. I have thought very deeply about this all weekend. I know you have. I know you have. You are just enjoying the Padres run. <laughs> I've just been wallowing in depression. I have but lots okay. of theories about what went wrong and all these things. But I think I finally settled on the main cause. It's the damn goose. You know what? I have to be honest with <laughs> you. What's with the damn okay. goose, They right? ran with okay. it in San Diego. I have to I'm be honest with you. you. The goose yes. did not have no effect. It had an it did not have no effect. You talk about moments, it right? Yeah. I'm saying this with all due respect. Can't to the put that in the guys. analytics. <laughs> they adopted the goose. They had geese in the dugout. Uh, you know, they're put, they're goose signs goose everywhere. I'm not saying you're wrong. It is a little it's bit like weird, the rally right? monkey thing in 2002. Yeah. It is kind of, you get that that thing rolling. And momentum. Yeah, I'm not positive kidding. It's vibes. the damn goose. It's that silly thing that... Like, <laughs> <laughs> that you just can't yeah. put a value on. It's the w- 
when they beat the Mets, I said, listen, I, I thought that the, I don't want to make it sound like I called the Potters going to win this because I didn't. I didn't think they were. But that team that's got nothing to lose, yeah, they just lose. won a series they're not sure. supposed to win, coming in here, hey, if we get one of these, it's just that is a dangerous team. And then, weird thing, Goose weird thing. happens and it's it like, rained what's the going? other night It rained. It rained. Yeah. 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 Rain delay. And here's the other, the other thing. The environment goose. has an effect yes. on games. Sure it does. <laughs> that was a really rowdy crowd in San Diego. Yeah. Not as I mean, many Dodger fans as I would have expected. No, not either. at all. I mean, they are singing those god awful you know- Blink 182 <laughs> songs in unison. You know, it's you're not going back to, to high school. Tickets. Right. My friend who's a Padres fan, yeah, zip code. she's trying to get people, to, yeah, you have to buy tickets by zip code. Mm hmm. So you have to get like somebody who lives in the San Diego area to buy you tickets. Yeah. Now I'm sure on the secondary market you can get you them can, if you yeah, want. Yeah, yeah. But I think Dodger fans were kind of complacent, like ah, they'll they'll get that. Ah, uh, we'll wait for the. I was listening game, game to you. One, game one, you was... were telling the you know Kaplan over there. Oh, they're gonna win it in four. Cute. They're gonna win it in San Diego. Four. Mace, how much did you pay? You said for your tickets in game one out here. You said it was like 175. 175 and they bucks. were really good seats. Yeah. All Dodger fans were like, yeah, it's too early. Let's wait. We'll wait. We'll catch you in the NLCS. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it felt like, and mm. well, we'll catch yep. you in the division round next Group year. therapy today, Travis. Group therapy. I, I, I've done my best for yeah, you. Yeah, you. I, I've, I, I I've heard I don't of feel you. any better. You're venting. Drink, I, the, drink the Momo special. I yes, am. I, I've, gotten, I've gotten through a good portion of there it you so go. far. Yeah, I'm trying my best. Mason and Ireland <laughs> coming up next. We'll see you tomorrow, and go Dodgers. <laughs>